Please listen carefully. Welcome back after a long hiatus to the Focus Target podcast. This is your host, Smiley, with season... Shouldn't this be season four? Should we make this season no. four? So we had a break no, not, no. I wondered about that. I don't know. Is it by year? By no. year. That's what right. we decided. Okay, so we're still in season three, episode 102. We're back, back again with me, as always, Van and Shy. How you guys been? What's up, buddy? Why, hello. I'm just sitting yeah. here checking my uh, auction house log to see if anything's sold. Nice. nice. You know, it's been like uh, a month and a half since we saw each other. Or talked to each other. 75,000 gill worth of sleeping potions that I'm hoping we'll sell sometime soon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, probably our, uh, you know, fans, longtime fans of the show might have been thinking we would be off longer, like three years or so but we're back after just a couple months and uh so you know today since we kind of missed in our absence the kickoff of the nhl season we're going to kind of do a a little bit of an nhl themed podcast today we're going to talk about um where each of our respective teams are uh so far in the season and where we're going so uh before we get to that though we figured we'd do our question of the day since that's kind of what we do here on the focus target podcast uh question of the day today is what you been up to? I mean, it's been almost two months since our last pod. Uh, you know, what's going on in your life? I feel like probably I should start since the delay was based on my needs. And that was because um, I had a baby and the baby did arrive successfully um, with no complications or issues. So that was awesome. Um, little Samson is the newest Avalanche fan. Um, and so he's almost... How do you know that, though? Like, he could be oh, a I don't, I don't... He could be a Golden Knights fan. That's fair. You know, very famously, when I was a kid, I was really into football. And of course, Broncos household, right? My mom, I, I grew up watching the Broncos. Like, I apparently I was the good luck charm for the drive in 1989, where they, you know, infamously drove down and beat the Browns in the playoffs. Um, and yet, when when I started to grow up, like I liked a lot of other teams. I didn't really love the Broncos that much. In fact, I was going against the Broncos in a couple of their early Super Bowls that they ended up lost losing. And my family basically almost disowned me because of that. So oh. that's a great point. You never know if your kids are going to follow yeah. in your footsteps or, or kind of be rebellious, but um, like anyway, I bet as fan right now, because I don't have a choice. I'd be willing to make this bet in front of everybody and all our listeners. Oh, I bet. Beyond anything, and Shy, we've never talked about this before, right? But I bet your parents were not Kraken fans. My parents? So weird. Some weird, uh, a weird Just bet. Like, yep, I'm probably right, though. <laughs> stacked, some stacked yeah, odds right there. <laughs> take the money on that one, yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, he's been watching some games with me. He seems to, he seems to sleep very well when the Avalanche are playing, nice. so that's very nice. Um, but yeah, he's doing good. Mom's mom's healthy. We're we're uh, we're you know starting to get a little bit more sleep. Not a lot um, because it's still that that age, but uh, it's going well. And that's what I've been doing is taking care of baby and trying to fit in a little FFXI and other games uh, on the side. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of time for that kind of stuff, but more kind of than I expected, honestly. Like I feel like I've gotten more in than I thought I would. So pretty happy with that. All right, let's turn it over to Shy. Shy, what have you been up to? Uh, not a lot to report here. No, uh, no babies, <laughs> no, uh, nothing like that. Uh, work's been kind of crazy the last, uh, like six to eight weeks. So just, uh, you know, busy at work and chilling out when I'm not working. So. Cool. What have you been, have you been playing anything besides FFXI? Um, I played, uh, I played some of the new Tales game, Tales of Arise that came out. I think that came out since we took yeah. a break. Um, yeah. I like it. Um, it's been pretty fun to play, but I mean, basically, mostly FFXI. Um, yeah, it's been kind of the flavor of the, the season. All right. Yeah. What did we start? We started in like June. I think it was. Think so. like yeah, I think so. So yeah, yeah we've almost made five it months already. That's pretty good. Yeah. Six months. Well, we'd have to go back and listen I'll to our predictions. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we did. I think FFXI report one. We took the predictions of how long we'd be playing, or did would we write we them down? Playing? We did write them down, though, didn't we? Did we? Let's see. I think we would have. While you're looking should, that up, 
I will just tell you what I've been doing quickly. Yes, please nice. do. Um, not much either. Not much has changed either. Just busy being a, a parent, as you can imagine, as a full-time job. But um, between that full-time job and my actual full-time job, just finding time to play video games. Uh, a couple new games have come down the line. Hopefully some things we'll talk about on the podcast eventually. But uh, participated in the beta for 2042 or 2142 2042 2142 was the other iteration of uh, battlefield and then um as everybody knows playing final fantasy 11 and then far cry 6 came out a game that i've talked about a lot on this podcast too so been dabbling in that as well bouncing between the two probably splitting my time 50 50 right now um just because it's just easy to pick up a controller on a console and play and as opposed to the dedication required to sit down for a quick quick session in final fantasy 11 so. No such thing as quick session. No, I tried to get one today. I did. Uh, I was seeking while alchemy. No, no, uh, no party. But at least I got my alchemy up like five levels. So that was exciting. Yeah, they should make. So what do you got? What do you got on those predictions? What were we saying? What kind of things were were we buzzing? Uh, um, the the Final Fantasy Eleven one related one was: Will all of us be playing FFXI by September of twenty twenty two? Yeah, oh. it was like a year uh, out. Yeah, yeah. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, Van said yay, Shine Eye said nay, but so far we're all still going. But you guys want to change your change your answers? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know either. I think uh, I think I'm worried. I'm willing to change my answer to nay. I don't think we will be playing <laughs> September 2020. I like to hope we will. I I, I, I too, think but might be, but I feel like I it's know, already hard. We see it when one person, even one person, loses time. Then other people start looking for other things to do, and sometimes get wrapped up in other things. So, it's a hard part about Eleven is it's so like other people That's are so charm, required, right? It is, it's it's so it's the double edged sword of it, right? Like it's what makes it great, but like when you're adults with resp- competing responsibilities, living in different time zones, like, and you're relying on other people to consistently be around to really make progress and do things, and especially when a lot of times as you know, both of us have found out maybe a little bit recently, all of us have found out, you know, or I shouldn't say found out, all of us have been reminded somewhat recently that like, it can be very painful when you're not, when you don't have, you know, your crew around, you're forced to go out and try to make do with what's out there. Sometimes it can be a very not rewarding experience, especially it's not pretty. When, when your time's limited too, yeah. it sucks. Like I don't have a lot of time to play. I happened to have a little time last night and today, and it was completely squandered by people who just were incompetent or, you know, it was just no good. And it was like, I wish I would have spent that time doing something else now because I didn't really make any progress. And that's valuable windows of time that I usually don't have. So it can be a very frustrating endeavor. But um, yeah, so I guess that's that's the update. I didn't say what I've been playing other than FFXI. I've been doing some uh, Diablo 2 uh resurrected has been nice. has been fun i've enjoyed that on ps5 uh i've i'm still keeping up with WarioWare on um on switch which i really like and i got the new uh mario superstars uh mario party game that came out and that is pretty badass as well i've really enjoyed that nice um, like i think it came out last thursday so i've only had that for a couple of days but um it's been solid. Van, I hope that you'll pick Wait, that up. Wait, Mario Party is out? Yeah, the new party. The new Mario Party is what? out. What? It's got fully functional online multiplayer. Yes. Fully I'm functional. that as, like, the minute we're done. Yeah. We should hook up some time for that. And for what's sure. awesome is I've confirmed as well that something that, like, some previous Nintendo titles did not have is, like, you can actually play local and, like, like for oh, example, awesome. you so and Sheeny here. That's could play nice. Sarah and I, or you and Sheeny could play Sarah, or could you, me, Shy, and Sheeny, or Sarah, or like a, th- a fourth party. So me and Sam, play you two. So it could be like yes. two local yes. playing, one remote, one remote. Yeah. Yes, exactly. No That's cool. Way. So yeah, and it's it's fun, man. Like one of the coolest thing about it, it, I think is um sorry this turned into a mario party superstars review uh which we'll probably get into more later but the one thing that i'll say that i think is awesome is that like it's it all looks really good and Mm -hmm. so like you're playing these mini games that you played on n64 (laughs) yeah and like now you're seeing it and it looks like it's like it looks it's like you know like there's the one that jumped out at me is the one where um 
you're on an island and there's a ship in the background shooting cannonballs and, and you're like, I have to stay on the island. Like it's like trying to tip you off. And it's like, that looks so good. And like, it's so much more, um, I'd say enjoyable. Cause it feels like you're a little bit, le- it's like easier to see where you are. Like you feel a lot more <laughs> in control versus yeah. on the NCC four. Like it's like, it's so, so polygon you like sometimes you just fall in you don't even know what's going on frame so, rate's probably better and yeah way everything. better yeah, yeah it's yeah. So like that has been really cool like nice. seeing some of these old games that were really fun um come back like that so have I'm you and sarah been playing together not no. yet she's right. uh we're going to try to play but the there are very, very few times since mm. Samson has come that mm. she and I have been both free, able to do things together, and not sleeping. Not yeah. those things not be sleeping. Yeah. Um, it's been we've been very much like dividing things up in shifts. And so, like if I'm awake with the baby, she's getting her things done or take or taking a nap or like whatever, and then we're kind of switching off. So we hope yeah, to that's the one only way day. To do it, man. Yeah, it's. It's really, it's been a good system, but it's, it has sucked. It's like our time together yes. awake has been minimal and it's, it's very sad, but, um, you know, it'll get better. It'll get better as he starts to sleep more. Um, yeah. Not but she had, I think she's looking forward to trying it out. Like I, she, she likes Mario party. And I think, I think it'll be fun too, that, like I said, to be able to, for us together to, to play people like maybe Van and Sheenie or, you know, whoever else ended up getting it. So I recommend it so far. I think, I think it's, I think it's been a lot of fun. I think it's been really great. All right. Nice. I'm ready. always amazed. Oh, yeah, please. Oh saying. yeah. Is yeah. that how far, like, so I'm reading reviews and critics and all that stuff, right? And you got Metacritic gave it a 79%. GameStop gave it a 4.3 out of five, which would equate to what, like an 80, I guess it's still like an 86%. So that's yeah. not bad. But it says all the users who play this video game give it a ninety five percent. Yeah. So I'm like, how are how are the critics always like so far off the mark from? I mean, movie rankings are always thousand. like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have four yeah. reviewers, right? Yeah. And then you have thousands of participants, and the participants are sometimes just way off from the reviewers it's i think mind-boggling i think it's because the criteria is often very different like when you're reviewing you're really comparing mario party to every other game to every other party game to every other mario party game and you're keeping this all in context and a lot of times the users are like is this game fun yeah that's all i I don't i don't care about the last party or a party i don't care whether there's another (laughs) party game that's better is this game enjoyable like (laughs) it's a much different criteria i think is why that i think you're right an interesting an interesting podcast as well like yeah i think you're being kind of optimistic because i bet a lot of reviewers also have like a burden on their shoulders of like thinking that they need to like say something important or something new and like worried about like what Mm. their their their, you know peers will say about them if they're like too easy on a game or I don't know. What was that GameStop know? magazine? Uh, Game Informer. Game, Game Power. Game Informer. Game Informer. Yeah. I remember Game Informer was accused of being like ultra, like biased, positive because they wanted to sell video games. So mm. like everything was always great and like nine, mm. nine of ten and ten of ten and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, why? Well, I mean, yeah. well, you get this game's bad. No one's gonna go buy it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of meat. A lot of meat to chew there. I think. I think we should circle back around to this. this that nice. could be a, a cool topic. But I want to talk hockey because. Mm it's hockey season baby nhl season is i don't know how many games have your teams played i've played eight so far eight. i think most teams are kind of around the eight we're at ten, well, we're ten for the kraken we're at eight with an asterisk because they're literally playing right now oh, gotcha. oh yeah really? they just started at seven right yeah i was gonna say yeah. it must be an east coast team they're playing because that's an yeah. early early puck drop cool Who are they all right well, i remember let's... i saw it but yeah never mind We'll, we'll get to that when VGK comes up, All right. right? There you go. But let's start with the newbies, new kids on the block. Seattle Kraken. Some people say Kraken. I say Kraken. Nobody has, says Kraken. Has, oh, been, has, has, has <laughs> Man, he fell into his trap. <laughs> I fell into his trap. <laughs> Just as an aside, like one of my most vindicating moments ever is I think it's in the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, is when they have this discussion, like the two dudes on the boat are like, yeah. is it Kraken or is it Kraken? He's like, what do you mean? Is it Kraken or Kraken? Well, some people say it one way. Some... <laughs> I was like, see, there are people out there who think Kraken is a legitimate. What did, what did they decide on? I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie forever. What do they say? That, what's the, the release? The Kraken is isn't that the official pronunciation in the Kraken. famous that's, quote? Yeah, that's what you, that's what you hear yes. most frequently. Yeah, uh, from Liam Neeson and from uh, whoever played 
Davy Jones. But anyway, sorry for yes. the aside there. Please tell yeah. us how. So am I? Am I? Am I like? Am I like the Kraken reporter reacting as our own like journalist, That's like right. our own little That's like right. beat reporter for our team? That's right. Okay. Well, I'm Scott. here in the field, and uh, um, yeah. So I I think uh, I'm the youngest of the hockey fans on this podcast. Um, we are rooting for the youngest Not team, as Smiley's already uh, pointed out. Yeah, so I guess the Kraken have played the most games of any of our teams. They're at ten games right now. The record right now is three, oh, yeah. six, and one. Um, so not stellar. Um, you know, specifically stellar. Not abysmal like an Arizona Coyotes or a Chicago Blackhawks record. Um, but definitely not like a better one. Now, last night they. What? Sorry. Yeah, no, we're not going to get into the Chicago situation uh, if that's what you're saying. Little, yeah. I think- um going on there so last night we played the edmonton oilers um which are one of the top teams in the league both standing wise and i believe uh player wise as well and uh did not do too well against them um yeah i don't really know uh i guess highlights from what the season has held so far um it's been cool it was cool seeing them play at home so they were on the road the first five games of the season and then they had uh, i guess it was four home games i think last night they were in, they were in edmonton i think um and uh and so it's cool seeing them in climate pledge arena it was finally finished um i think the only arena in the world maybe that's a zero carbon footprint arena which is kind of cool like it's wow. it's pretty cool, cool like the whole like history and so story seattle. behind that yeah very very like seattle very progressive very green um and i think they did some really cool stuff to like make it happen like i there's like a lot of i think interesting digging you can do but like i think they like used the roof from the previous arena that had been there key arena like they suspended it somehow in the sky after they tore down key arena to save the metal basically from it so then they just reused it on in this arena so like it's not getting like trashed somewhere it wasn't dumped somewhere um but yeah um just like player wise, play wise, um, it's been cool seeing them play. They, uh, you know, I think some of the some of the like, I, I know Van experiences the Golden Knights, but I think the thing with an expansion team is you get a lot of like non-headlining players from teams. You get a lot of like middle of the road players, and it's always interesting to see who kind of stands out, who kind of rises to the top, who were these players kind of sat took a back seat on other teams and are now going to have a chance to play. And so I think some of the standouts have been. Um, I think that there were some names like Yanni Gord, I think was expected to do well because he was doing really well on the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I mean, just a really deep team in general. But I think one character, uh, Brandon Tanev has really kind of stood out on uh, on Seattle Kraken. And I don't remember what team he came from, but I don't know that that was really an expectation. But he's already, I think, I think he has our second most goals, if not our most goals on the team already um, at, I think, five or six. Um, and then Jordan McCann, I think it's Jordan McCann has has had, uh, he's he's been one of our top scorers. I think scoring is one of the issues right now with the Kraken, which was an issue a lot of people saw going into the team. We have a lot of defensemen, not a lot of you know powerful forwards, and so that has been an issue. Um, and our goaltending hasn't really been stellar. We did get Grubauer from the Avalanche, and he's had a couple standout games. Like, he's had a couple good games, um, but he's had some rough games as well. I've heard, I think I heard some people talk about the idea, and, and they're not sure if it's true or not, but, like, there have been a number of games where the Seattle has been really – has forechecked a lot – and therefore, Grubauer hasn't had a lot of shots against him. And it almost feels like when he does get shot at, they go in. And so I think that I saw, I was listening to some people the other day speculating whether or not maybe he's a goalie that needs constant, like, interaction with the opponent's forwards. Like, like, mm. like maybe he could get and distracted wasn't, or. It wasn't really the case last year. He faced, right. like, I think the fewest shots in the league, either fewest or second fewest. Um, the Avalanche had a really stifling defense last year. Gotcha. And uh, he he did really well. But that was one of the knocks against him was that like he didn't have to do much last year. And yeah, he had a great he had a great stat line and everything, but like he wasn't really tested all that much until really our defense started to get hurt and came up against the Golden Knights in the playoffs. And then when they kind of needed him to like carry the load because the defense wasn't really there, uh, he didn't so much. I think that's one of the reasons they were wandered were willing to deal him was because they felt gotcha. like maybe he was you know. But like, it's hard to say. I always think too that like it's um, it takes a while. I think for a goaltender to get comfortable playing in front of a team, you know, mm. like the Kraken, I'm sure are a much different style and different different personnel and everything than what Grubauer was used to in Colorado. And so I think that just takes some time to 
to settle in for a goalie. So it's, you don't want to judge him too harshly by his first, you know, 10, 20 games. Like you got to give him a chance to kind of get his feet wet. And then I guess, I guess maybe to wrap it up, unless you guys have any specific questions is, uh, their special teams, I think their penalty kill is at was like going into last night. It was like ninety percent. Um, I think last night they um, Edmonton went one out of three, so I mean they were sixty six percent or yeah last night. But Edmonton has like a fifty percent power play, so I mean it's still yeah. pretty good to hold them to one out of three power um, on the power play. Um, I can't imagine they're fifty percent. There might be like no, 30, no. After 30, last 30. night, after last night is fifty percent. No. They have the number one power play in the league. They, the announcers Wait, were talking about this in the game last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can There's double no check. Way. That's what the announcers Unless were saying last like night. Two power plays. No, they're Edmonton is, I think, tearing tearing it up right now. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, so that's I think wild. Smiley's gonna, Smiley's gonna fact check. I, got, it all I gotta check that. And I mean, if, that, if that's true, that is <laughs> out of control. Yeah, that is yeah. absolutely out of control because yeah. Like, yeah, that's ludicrous. That is not that is not right. I'm not I'm not saying that lightly. I forty six point two percent. No wow. way. Oh my god, how is that possible? Um, the next apparently... highest team is thirty five, and it is still early in the season. So yeah, yeah. I wonder what the what the denominator. Yeah, it's like a baseball player is. having a batting average over five hundred. Right like in right. five games in, in the first couple games. Yeah. In the first right. couple weeks. So, so in comparison, Seattle's power play, I think is 10% right now. So that's an area that we're really struggling. About like, Golden yeah, I wasn't going to spoil your, your power. I was, I figured you could touch on it if you want to, cause I know what the golden Knights power play is, but uh, it's, it's yeah. the only one. It's only one or two. <laughs> Seattle. Seattle's at 30th. Yeah. Yeah, we're not, so we're not doing great. Yeah. But there you go. I thought they were going to get one against Colorado, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Me too. They had, they had some long, good opportunities too. But well, it's, what's funny yeah. is, okay, so Vegas is 32, Seattle's 30, Colorado's 28. So we're, <laughs> we're in the bottom six. There you go. The league. <laughs> what, what is Golden Knights percentage? Nine, right? Nine. I thought it was zero. Nine point zero. Oh, it's Golden Knights. Zero. Golden Knights. Yeah. Still Unless they got one today. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, coming into today's game, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, boy. <laughs> well, I do have a question for you, Shai. Have you gotten to watch all the games? How many of the, of the oh, games no. have you seen? No, I haven't been able to watch all the games, and I haven't been able to watch all the games in their duration either. I think I've been able to watch maybe two of the games in a sitting, basically. The problem is most of the games are starting at like 9 or 10 at night, and I just can't I just can't justify staying up that late because normally they're on a weeknight or Sunday night, oddly enough. Not Saturday night, yeah. but Sunday night. Last Sunday if, night it was, hockey, yeah. if it was Friday or Saturday night, it would be perfect. But uh, So what I normally do is, I think in the preseason we talked about this a little bit, or maybe it was the Stanley Cup playoffs last year, I would like – I wouldn't look at scores the next day until like I, and then I would like watch the game on demand the next morning, but yeah. they're playing so much now. Like I just can't like do that all the time. So I've just been like, I watched them, but like, so like last night I watched the first period and then this morning I just woke up and looked at the score because <laughs> I was like, I don't, you know, I just don't, I don't know. I can't do that, but sure. um, I've been trying yeah, to watch them when I can. Coast um, they're a West coast team. Those West, even for me, like I'm only an hour pushed and like i hate when they're playing on the west the abs are playing on the west coast because they don't start till eight the game doesn't end till like 11 and it's just like you know i'm not a fan i, I like when they're at the right time honestly i like yeah. when they start at seven that's my t- that's that's what i enjoy seven o'clock mountain so like, I like to kick so off. like thursday and saturday so this thursday they're playing about the they're playing buffalo and on saturday they're playing yeah. arizona and both of those i mean those are arizona's not technically an east coast team but no. both of those will be at seven um oh pacific time Never mind. (laughs) Darn it. Well, they're both going to be at 10. But Saturday night at 10 isn't horrible. So maybe I'll try to – I'll watch that. When you get the the East Coast teams in the East Coast cities is when they'll kick off at, like, 7 your time. Yeah. So that'll be a little easier for you. Yeah. That's how how it's set up is that, for the most part, the home team puck drops at 7 local time like as a standard game there are things there are exceptions like there's a double header sometimes on weekends it's different but like on normal weeknights it's seven o'clock at uh, local is when the buck drops for the most part so i remember really disliking that when i would be in (laughs) philadelphia and whatnot trying to watch starting at seven and that's 10 o'clock my time i'm like are you kidding me i'm not staying up till 1 a.m to watch it that put us into what maybe the seventh inning Right. I'm like, there's no <laughs> way, dude. I mean, you know, baseball games are averaging three and a half hours. So, yeah, it's not, not going to happen. 
Yeah, at least hockey is a little bit shorter. I think hockey yeah. is usually like yeah, just over two. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's still it's still late. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else, Van? Do you have any questions for Shy on the Kraken? What do you think so far, <laughs> Shy? I mean, I know it's hard with a with a new team, especially only ten games into the season. But like, how's yeah. it how's it been just being a hockey fan in general? Like, do I feel like I'm going to stick with it? Am I enjoying it? Am I going to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think it's cool, like being on the ground floor. Like, I feel like in twenty or thirty years, to you know, if I have, you know have children or grandchildren or whatever, like it'd be fun to be like, ah, oh, yeah, I remember watching Brandon Tenev and Jordan Everly in that initial season. You know, like, uh, you know, it'd be, it's cool to be on the ground yeah. floor. And I mean, I love Seattle. Um, it's fun <laughs> to watch hockey. I just it was it, the last couple games, even though I think we've lost the last two, we definitely lost last night. And we lost the New York Rangers. So we played two good teams. We've lost both of them the last two games. But like we've played, in my opinion, from a novice's eyes, we've played well. Like we, it's not like like we've been in their face. And I think we've outshot both teams. Like the problem is, we're just like either we're going we're going up against good goaltenders or our shots are bad. But like we've been we've been like on them on the puck. Like it's been fun. I think. Oh, and then it was just cool. All right, I don't know. I, yeah, all right. <clears throat> I'll wrap it up. But one the the first goal last night that we got it was I think it was Eberle. And, like, he did this, like, I don't even know how he made the goal. Like, he was tangled up by, like, two or three Oilers. And he, like, somehow, he's, like, they're fighting him right in front of the net. He's, like, he was making a, like, a solo drive towards the the opponent's net. And, like, they're all over him. And somehow he was able to, like, maintain his stick while he was, like, turned and just, like, get, like, slap it kind of backwards. And it just went right through, like, the the Oilers goalies like legs. Like, I don't think he thought a shot was going to get off. And so he kind of, like, delayed reaction, closed his legs up, but it went through. And it was, like... I think there's just stuff like that that I guess like maybe it's equivalent to like a Hail Mary or something like that. But it's just it was just I feel like the pace of the game is really cool and like you never know what like what's gonna happen versus like I don't know. Like I like I still like football, but it just feels like it's almost like more predictable or more like I don't know. That's probably not a good term to use. I, I think but. I know what you mean. I think I know I think I know what you're getting at there. I think the fun thing about hockey too is that and the Golden Knights proved this their first season is that like hard work can really get you very far. Mm. Like if two teams have equal work ethic, usually the talent is going to win out, but a team can definitely make up for lack of talent by outworking the team. Like talent, like teams that try to like sit back and say, Oh, we're better. And we're just going to be better. Like 10 it's, you got to be a lot better in hockey to get by with that. Like it, like it, you really see teams that are tenacious and, and work hard and have a good work ethic, have a lot of success. And so, like, I think that's a great thing about it. It's that's why that's why hockey isn't like, say, basketball, where you basically know who's going to be in the final four that barring mm-hmm. catastrophic injury at the beginning of the season. Like you can pick who you think are going to be in the conference championships and you, you know, usually you get it. Seventy five percent of those teams. Correct. Um, hockey's just not like that because it's so much about. There's so many intangibles and it's so much about like who brings it on a given night. Cool. you're also you know like like it is cool to get it on the ground floor and it sucks that a lot of times as an expansion team you do have to pay your dues like van and i were both spoiled in that the year i became an as fan the year they moved to denver from quebec um they won the stanley cup and nice. the year that van became a golden Knights fan when they moved when they in their first year they win the stanley cup but they got to a stanley cup which right, is pretty darn to. good like yeah way better than you expect from a new team. So, you know, we both got, got to go start off with a bang. Uh, and they've been in the playoffs every year since. So, yeah. Well, I think yeah. except for one, right? Yeah. I'll have no, to check I, think, that. I think they have been ever. I think they've been every year. I think they've been to like the conference finals every year, except for one. Yeah, I think you're right. I think. It... Like, no, they, they've been. Yeah. Cause they've been eliminated. Oh, maybe you are right. Cause how long, what year is this? I think year? it was one year that they didn't. I think it was. Two I think you're years right. Years ago. 29. Was it 19? I remember last year the stat when we played in the second round was that the Golden Knights had been eliminated in every round except the second. They lost in the first, they lost in the third, they lost in the finals, but they never lost in the second round. And that's why I thought the Avs might like knock them out for the cycle, but they failed. Um, yep. Okay. So one missed playoff, one first round exit. No, so look at this. Lost Stanley Cup, lost first round, lost conference, lost conference. I know they've gone every single year. So they have gone every single year. Yeah. So that yeah. was the first round that's, I was thinking of. 19. That's spoiled stuff. So the Avs started very well for me, but like 
I've lived through some some rough times in Avalanche Land, so I know what that's like. But it makes it all the more rewarding, I think, when your team gets good again. Like to yeah, it's kind of like being a Raider fan in this season that we're seeing right now. Like five and two. I mean, I know we're not talking football here, but shit, when's the last time the Raiders went five and two? Yeah, hmm. top of, top of the division too since uh, the Chargers yep. lost. All right, uh, Avs turn. Avs are four and four this season. Um, they uh, they've won their last two, three, I think three actually, two. maybe three of the last four. They start out one and four. I think, it was two. I think they've. Let me take a break. I think they've. I think they're. They've won three out of four. I think because right. I. I think they played Tampa, then Vegas, and they lost to Vegas. But they then lose they came back and win too. So they they beat Tampa, then they lost to Vegas, then they've won they've won back to back against Minnesota and uh, and St. Louis. But um, you know, uh, st- they started bad. They started one and three. Um, you know, skies falling in Avalanche country because you know when you're a good team and you've got Stanley Cup aspirations and you don't just dominate from the beginning of the season on, everybody freaks out. People are talking about should the coach be fired and this and that and. You know, I just want anybody who is listening and cares about my opinion to just settle down a little bit here. All right. The coach is not getting fired. That's not going to happen. That's just not how this organization has been since Sackick has been the president of hockey operations. Like I I would be like, I would put vast sums of money uh, to tell you that, you know, Jared Bednar is not going anywhere before at least like the midpoint of the season. You know, we get to like the midpoint of the season and they're down at the bottom of the standings. Then, you know, you never know. But um, they're not going to pull the trigger, especially this early, especially when you consider like their four losses are all against quality opponents, playoff teams, Washington, Vegas, Golden Knights, um, St. Louis, who was undefeated until the Avs beat them the other night. And um, Florida, Florida Panthers, who were, you know, our contender for the Eastern Conference They're in the Eastern Conference. I, I don't know if they I know they got to at least the second round. I don't know if they got to the finals last year. Or not. I think they lost to Tampa Bay, That's which right. is the team that won the Stanley cup. So, you know, like, I mean, we've lost to four really good opponents. Um, we haven't had our full complement of players. Like I think the big lines only been together for two of the eight games, two or three of the eight games. Devon Thames hasn't even dressed for a game. Our defense has had people in and out. Our, you know, our front lines are down. Two of our top six forwards are injured three technically because we're Anthony hasn't been playing. So it's been a bit of a mess. Um, there's, Overall, I've been really pleased with the way they've played the last couple games. I think they've really kind of come around and are looking like you would expect. But, like, it's going to take time. And the fact is, nobody cares what they do in the regular season. Like, they're not going to miss the playoffs unless something catastrophic happens. Like, they're a very good team. And what matters is what they do in the postseason. Like, if they can't get past the second round again, I think you've got a bigger danger of big changes being made than anything they do in the regular season because the measure that the abs are going to be drawn by this year is what they do in the postseason, not what they do in the regular season. So, um, How many so teams make it to the playoffs? 16 out of 32. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That is absurd. It's not that – it's really actually not that. I mean, it is. It's competitive. But, like, you know, if you deserve to be in the playoffs, you get into the playoffs, you know? Like yeah. You, yeah, that's one way to think about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Know? Right. You know, if you can't get in after an 82 game season and be in the top half of the league, like, unlike the Dodgers winning 106 yeah. games and still making it in only on a right. wild card, right? Like, like it's not what? baseball. It's not baseball where you just can have the unluckiness of having a great team in your division. Or sometimes, like, I mean, we see it in baseball all the time, right? Like, one division ends up being really good, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm the third best team in our division. I'm also the third best team in the conference, but you know, it's kind of rough. I think we see that in like the was the AL East, it's like the Yankees and the and the Sox and now yep. like you know like I feel like that happens every year. Like there's some decent teams there that just kind of get stuffed down by yep. their by their opponents. Anyway, that's it. That's that's what's up for the Avs. Avs faithful, just take a breath, enjoy the season. Let's try to get the injuries out of the way now, and you know don't freak out. That's where I'm at. Van, you preaching a similar yeah, message you, with VGK? I, I was just going to say, you know, we could, we could take your monologue and just put in Golden Knights wherever you put abs, <laughs> and it would make perfect sense. Yeah. Because much like you, I mean, we're four and four, so the record stands the same. We've won the last three of our – luckily, we've won the last three of our games in a row, which has been awesome. So we um, 
had the honor of playing the Kraken on their on their debut debut. Yeah. Um, we ended up winning that game, and then we ended up losing the net following three, and then we ended up winning the most recent three, and then I guess we won one or no, we lost four. Sorry, I'm screwing this all up. Won one, lost four, and then won three. So now we're four and four again. So yeah, yeah we did go on a four game skid. But again, there were some good teams in there. You had the Oilers, you had the Blues, um, things like that. So and now you've had the, uh, you know, Abs and Kraken haven't played each other, but you've played both of our teams and come out on top. Yeah, you got to feel good about them. that Avalanche one too because you're missing your two top players and still. Yeah, so that's a up. nice segue. We've been riddled with injury. Pacioretty um, played the first two games, I think, and he hasn't done anything in the last six. We just lost Carlson last night. Ooh. And that line is like everything. Yeah. yeah so that's, we've that's been, we've been, we've been pretty, pretty riddled with injuries. So we're waiting for all that to come back. Carlson's week by week. He's not even day by day. So who knows? Or excuse me, <laughs> Pacioretty's week by week. He's not even day by day. So I don't know, but, um, but they've had a, a good last three games and they're currently losing um, today. It is, I, it's one and one and no. Let me see. Where's it at? Hold on one second. I have the avalanche stuff up because I was checking some stuff here. Let's go back to the Golden Knights. Yeah, so it's uh, one and zero into the first, and Maple Leafs have the Golden Knights right now. Nice. So, was really disappointed with Len. I mean, it's it's hard to lose um, Flurry. And is it hard to use like, Flurry? Oh, oh my gosh! Seemed like your ownership didn't didn't find it too hard to lose Flurry. <laughs> You're right. You're right, and I get it. Like sell high. Especially when you have Leonard, right, who 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 did perform well with the exception of one game in the playoffs, like looked absolutely amazing, looked like a starter on, on almost any other team. So I get why you don't need both of them. I, plus, I think they were taking up like eight million in payroll, um, just the nine, two of them. I think. Yeah, yeah, nine million in payroll, just the two of them. So you got to off. Um, but it's hard to to know you had Flurry, you let him go, and then Leonard's given up like four games a goal on average for like the first four games, and you're like, crap, like did we? Did we make, a, I mean, we knew it was a, okay, so this is super controversial. I was going to say we knew it was a bad decision, but I guess some people didn't know it was a bad decision or have said, no, it's not a bad decision. So that's a whole conversation on its own. But then to see Leonard come out and give up four games, goals a game is like just rough, man. Like there's, there's only so much you can ask from your offense and it's not five, five goals a game, no. Um, no, you know, and expecting a, to, to win. It's very much a three goal league right now. A lot of times, yeah. like not at, like the stats say that, you know, Every game's different, but like a majority of the time, if you're the first team to three, you end up with the W. So, yeah. So, the last three games that we have won, it's been well, it was 3 1 against the Avs, and then it was 3 2 against the Stars, and then the against the Ducks um, was a little bit different as four. So, he's improved a little bit the last three games, but not by much. So, um, I still have faith. He's awesome. He's a good, he's a good goalie, and I'm sure we'll, we'll see the better of him later. And, and I think, like you've said before, Smiley, you know, I'd rather them get all the cobwebs off and do all that crap in the beginning and then end strong, right? Going into playoffs as opposed to the other way around, like have a killer season for, you know, 80% of the season and then just completely lose the last 20% and into playoffs. I've, I feel like that's happened a couple of times to teams that I've enjoyed watching the abs included where it's like, you feel like they're playing their best hockey, like 30 games in. And then they get to the end of the season into the postseason. It's not that they've gotten bad, but they're just not, you know, you can't keep up a, the highest level indefinitely. Like, it just, it's human nature. Like, you know, you want your team performing the best at the most crucial time of the year. So I completely agree with that. That's, you know, suck at the beginning, whatever. Like, you don't yeah. want to get yourself too deep of a hole, but like, especially 10 games into the NHL season, 82 game season, like, it's just, you're going to be able to yeah. recover for if you're a good team, you know, you see it happens every year and every year you see a team come out. Like I think like I forget last year, or if it was two years ago, like Buffalo was like number one in the league. They were like 20 and three to start the season. They didn't even make the playoffs. So like, yeah, cause they weren't actually a good team. Like they just, they got really hot. Like everything was clicking. And then they never even made the playoffs that season. And I, I was like, I remember seeing, I have to like check it. Cause I was like, wait a minute. They're not even in the picture, but like by the end of the season, they'd fallen off. And like, it's just, it's a long season. It's about consistency over time. Not about, you know, about one game necessarily. You know, it's a little bit like baseball in that, in that way where like you kind of look at like 10 game stretches 
Like what's their record over the last 10 games, you know? And like, you try to have more ups and down, but as we mentioned, like baseball is so much more cutthroat about teams making the playoffs. Like you do, you do really have to not lose ground because like one or two teams ahead of you could be the end of it for you. Hockey is just not that, you know, it's not that bad. So yeah, it's one team per division and then two wild cards per league. Like that's, yeah, that's crazy. That's tight. That's tight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the future a little bit as we kind of segue into that. Do you guys have any predictions for the year? Like what I guess, here's what I want to know is like, I've kind of already talked about mine. I'm more interested in hearing from shy, but like, what do you like, what's your hope for the year? Like, let's say we get to the end of the season. What, what do you consider a success for your team this season? You know, for the avalanche, I think everybody says you got to at least get to the, a conference championship right like they've been out in the second round three years in a row like they got to take that next step and at least let's at least get to the conference finals if not win the cup um but what do you guys think i don't know who whichever you guys wants to jump in like because uh i'm a little bit springing this on you but like what do you think is a successful year this season for your team i jump to van because this is probably going to be similar to yours i'd imagine I imagine it will. Yeah, man. conference finals was the first thing that came to mind when you mentioned this. Like they absolutely have to. I was gonna mention this is a good segue. The three keys to the Golden Knights' success going forward after what we've seen from eight games, and it's pretty universal. But it's fewer goals per per game allowed by Leonard. It's stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> like, try to stay healthy on the team because there's just too okay. many critical people going down. And then lastly, which we kind of talked about before is that power play percentage has to i mean they're at zero they have 15 opportunities and they have zero power play goals yeah that's 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 bizarre that's that's very tough which says a lot for the fact that they've won four games with zero power play goals like that it is weird that like some of these teams like are seem to be better five on five than they are five on four like that's just so weird to me but like it is um, it is because and part of it's because like the it's it's very different on the specialty teams, you know, like it, it, like you just approach it differently. And it, it is strange that like how different teams play where it's like, you'll see that every game where like a team will just be like dominating, dominating, dominating. Then they'll get a power play. And then like, it like turn, it can sometimes turn the momentum of the game because like, you know, the D like, if they have a good kill, then it like steals all their mojo. It's pretty crazy. So here's the other thing. It's like, it seems like everybody's just behaving against Vegas because they also have the fewest power play opportunities. So like people are just watching their P's and Q's around them for some reason. <laughs> so the fewest opportunities. So, you know, fewer opportunities, of course well, you're going to have fewer successes. Those misfits. We don't want to, we don't want to mess with them. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's also partially likely because I mean, one of the things that gets a lot of penalties is your high skill players, right? Like yeah. Nathan for, McKinnon, oh, yeah. the Avalanche draws a ton of penalties because what. he's fast. He's, yep. he's, he's working hard and like guys yeah. have to cheat to try to pull these guys down. Yep. All right. Who have you been missing all year? Stone and Pacioretty. How much yep. I wonder, I'd like to see how many penalties those guys draw on average a year. Pacioretty was the number one scorer for all of 2021. Like yeah. for us, like, I mean, so not, not only do you, not only do you not have two really deadly guys for your power play, but two guys who probably draw a lot of penalties aren't there to to be getting those calls. So that's probably part of it. You also don't have Ryan Reeves anymore, like goading people into stupid penalties. <laughs> you know, you're missing that. I miss Reeves. <laughs> what about you, Shy? I'm interested to hear. You know, I mean, you guys are an expansion team. What? Yeah. What do you, would you like? End of the season. What's a successful year look like for you? Like, is it like, does it matter where they finish? Is it more about how they play? Like, is it, you know, are you hoping that they can make the playoffs? Like, which is not impossible in like what is a fairly weak Pacific division. Like you have that going for you. Like that there is maybe some room to get in there. Yeah. I think, I think, um, I don't have high expectations or hopes. Unfortunately, I think I probably have lower expectations than probably a lot of people since the Golden Knights had such a good expansion year. I don't really expect to go to the playoffs even though we're in the pacific division like you said like i I don't think it's it's that powerhouse of a division but i think already like if we i don't know if we were to like break even wins and losses i feel like i'd be i think that'd be a pretty good sign i mean we're not obviously on track for that right now but i'm also glad that we're not zero and ten like i mean 
Not that that was yeah. likely, but I mean, we there are teams out there that haven't won a game yet. Um, maybe one team now. I forget. Didn't Chicago get their first win? Um, uh, I think they did. Maybe team. so. Maybe it should be Arizona, who doesn't have a win yet. Um, but yeah, yeah. So Chicago's one and seven. It's only Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. They're in a full rebuild. Like this is not. Yeah. It's not accidental that they're zero and eight. Their management yeah. is stockpiling draft picks. They're doing a full on Houston Astros type of like tank and get a, get as many assets as they can. Like their goal is to be last this year. I, I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. Whether that's um, heard, or not, that's. I heard do. rumor. I knew that they were rebuilding. I didn't know that was maybe maybe the the ideal yeah, situation. They made but, a they made a ton um, of trades. Like they have I don't know they have like nine or ten picks in the first couple rounds next year like they nice. have they have been stockpiling draft picks, nice. so um i think my selfish goal oddly enough um for a new team is that like i can i just want to build a connection with a player like this year and like maybe next year buy like a jersey like i have a player that i'm like a player that i'm rooting for that looks like they're gonna be staying yeah. in seattle for a while and like be able to root for you know someone so i don't know um we'll see if that that happens or not but I like what's let me see do i still have it where's my oh, i don't know if i have a safe there's a cool site that i used to have i think it was called cap friendly yeah, i've heard of cap i've heard of cap friendly a lot for a lot of people like, it, like it like it like show your uh like all the contracts and stuff your team has nice. so that can be a useful one to be like how long is this guy signed right <laughs> like how long is he gonna is he coming is he pending those jerseys pending? aren't cheap man <laughs> yeah well yeah. i don't know that i don't know that i buy an official jersey but yeah I definitely <clears throat> want to get a Sam Gerard jersey this year, um, just because that's a little bit now my son's namesake, uh, and because I think he's very underrated. I think a lot of people give him a lot of hate because he's a smaller defenseman, and uh, I ride for Sam Gerard. I think he's awesome. So nice. And I and I think I'm I I'm trying to convince Sarah to get a Kale McCarr jersey that mm. we could have like the two defensemen, like we could be like a defensive pairing between the two of us. I think that'd nice. be cute. Um, but. I would have loved a Reeves or a Flurry, and they're both not with Golden Knights anymore. <laughs> you can always still like, like make a facsimile of it, right? Like you can do like like you know how they have like you can get a Golden Knight jersey customized. So yeah. like you can always just customize it to be you know like if I want a Joe Sackick jersey, I can do nineteen and Sackick as the name and put it on an Avs jersey. And then Carlson's go. through twenty twenty seven. I mean that's a great <laughs> one right there. <laughs> Yep. Do you have? Do you? Do you I'm, you don't have any, I assume. Shy, no, Petrangelo would be a good one. Too. You don't either. I would you like a Petrangelo one. No, I don't. Don't have any I'm what? Uh, jerseys. Yeah. No. I have uh, Kraken jerseys. No, I only have the hat. I was looking at a a hoodie that the NHL shop was doing a sale the other day for Halloween, and I was looking at like the one design because I was like I'll just buy a hoodie for the like the winner and just have like a general Seattle Kraken like, hoodie. And there's one I really like the design of. I'm like I'll get that one. And the only like apparently it's basically sold out. Oh, the only size they have is a small. And the thing is, like, it doesn't have anything about, like, notify me when these are in stock again. Like, it's just, like, I don't know if, I don't know if it's, like, a limited edition, like, hoodie or just, like, I just need to be checking back every once in a while. But, like, I'll definitely, if that gets restocked, I'll be picking that up. But All right, fellas. Well, let's wrap this up. But um, do we want to make – last year, Van and I made a couple wagers. Um you know, do we want to put any 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 bets out this season now that we've had, you know, eight to ten games with our teams? Um, is there anything we want to put like either like a three way competition or like is there something we could do, you know, um, that's not necessarily tied to final standings to make it more interesting for shy? Like yeah. what if we said, you know, OK, like here's one that I feel like might be interesting right now we have we're in the bot we're all three teams are in the bottom six of the power play uh what if we put the better the best power play percentage amongst our teams uh versus the worst or something like that like uh you know is that interest is there any interest in that or is that like too silly or too non nonsensical yeah i don't know i was trying to think of that too like what would make a good wager maybe that would be uh a good question of the day I think we didn't we talk have time to talk about the wagers last time or was that all decided on podcast? I'm trying to remember if that was like discussed. Like oh no, we all discussed. We I think we did that. I don't. Oh, I don't remember now. That was a long like, time ago. I feel like it was. I think discussed. there was time in the making. Yeah, I think there was time in the making. I feel like so. I wonder if like maybe like that'd be a good like 
question of yeah. the day for the All right, well, stay yeah. tuned then. We'll uh, we'll we'll come back to you with uh, with uh, the Leonard Flurry combination was twelve million. Yeah, I thought it was really high. Yeah, oh it was God. it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of money. So Leonard, yeah, Leonard's at five, and Flurry's at seven million a year for three years. Twenty-one million. That's out of control amount of money. And I've been tracking how Flurry's been doing, but I don't know that he's been doing great where he went. So I don't know well, that like. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll give you a hint. He went to Chicago. Yeah, so. yeah that's what I thought. So. <laughs> but I mean, you know, we're not going to have time to get into it, but they're obviously going through a lot of, uh, yep. a lot of, uh, d- uh, distractions, if you will. Well, not uh, just them. Like there's yeah. ripples going throughout the league, obviously, right. Yeah. Hitting the Florida yeah. Panthers, hitting, I mean, all kinds of organizations. So, and, and from what I know of it, rightfully so, I think evildoers should be punished. Um, and if you, you know, sit by and let bad things happen and don't do anything about it, then you know I'm all for justice. But that's that's another podcast, perhaps. Um, any final thoughts on on our NHL report this this week, gentlemen? Good to be back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feels feels right. All right. Well, next time we'll get you guys caught up on our Final Fantasy Eleven report. I know we talked about it a little bit, but uh, I know some of you are here more for the, the video game side than the sports side. So if you're looking forward to a Final Fantasy topic, um, that will be uh, next time. We're probably looking at every two weeks for the for the immediate future. We're probably not going to be back on a weekly schedule quite yet. We'll probably be doing every other week. Um, uh, so probably look for us at our normal time, uh, not next Tuesday, but the subsequent Tuesday. Uh, which is, I believe, the 16th. So, um, if you would like to, you know, get get in contact with us, uh, we'd love to hear from you. It's, you know, I know we've been off for a little bit, so if you got questions, if you have topics, things you'd like updates on, things you'd like us to talk about, things that maybe happened while we were off that we would maybe would have talked about but didn't, and that we're forgetting, uh, let us know about it. Give us a give us a give us a line. You know, we can be found on Twitter at Focus Target. We have our YouTube page, Focus Target Podcast. Um, is our YouTube and all of our previous episodes and some of the side stuff and side streams that we do is on there. Um, and of course the best place to, to, email, to catch us is by email focus target podcast at gmail.com. And of course we're streaming live on twitch.tv backslash focus target podcast. Um, we can be found there as well. We haven't had a lot of time. I don't think any of us have had a lot of time for streaming lately, but you know, we'll see what comes up. Anyway, uh, that is uh, focus target podcast episode 102. Thanks for being back with us. I am your host. Miley. This is shy. And I'm Ben, as always. Cover us, Porkins. We're out.